going into Eid. So this podcast is about Eid Mubarak and some really important tips for the Eid day that the average Muslim makes mistakes on. How are you? Welcome to our last Ramadan podcast. If you don't already know me, I have been with you all Ramadan, kind of pushing you along, alhamdulillah. So happy to have so many new faces here, new listeners. And um, if you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslim. I'm a licensed educator of 20 years, a mom of five, and kind of like a big sister to the community. And alhamdulillah, this Ramadan I've had the opportunity to connect with so many of you. So many of you have started off listening in the podcast, end up in my DMs on Instagram, end up in our Thrive community, end up in a Ramadan recharge program, end up in all of our free classes and courses at some point. And alhamdulillah, love having you with us and love helping you grow and thrive. And that's what we do here at Mindful Muslima. Our mission is to help women to grow and thrive together and become better versions of themselves. And as a Muslim community, that's something really important to us because we often see women kind of not getting that support, but you have it here, alhamdulillah. So today's podcast is, like I said, bittersweet because it is the end of Ramadan, but the beginning of a new year, hopefully for you. And I say that because Ramadan is meant to be, it's not meant to be like 30 days and that's it. It's meant to be that filling up of your of your iman and your motivation so that you can carry on for the next year, inshallah, until the next Ramadan. And I often liken it to people as taking a road trip. And so imagine if you're going to go on a road trip, right? You're going to pack all your bags. Maybe you're going to stop at the gas station, get your favorite snacks and drinks. You're going to have your favorite activities to do in the car. And then you're going to set off on your road trip. Well, Ramadan was just that. That was us collecting everything we needed, every ounce of strength and motivation and ayat of Quran and inspirational lecture and every bit of knowledge that we've gained and iman that we've increased. So that in the following year, once the, the doors of hell are reopened and shaitan is back out, we have so much of a better chance to have an amazing year and push forward. So I look forward to kind of supporting you guys post Ramadan, inshallah, business item. Our next podcast is going to be all about like what to do like now that you have maybe the Ramadan blues and like that high has left or it's starting to leave. Or what if you feel like you didn't have the most amazing Ramadan? Like where do you go from here? So that's what we're going to cover in the next podcast. But just for today, first things first, Eid Mubarak. And I say that to all of you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your fasting, your da'a, all of your good deeds, and forgive you any sins you made. And um, make this Ramadan count for you um, on your scale times 10. I mean, Rabbil Alameen. I hope you're saying I mean for yourself and for all the other sisters, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala. And I just want to give you a couple quick tips. It's one of those things I always do, just little loving reminders of how to deal with the Eid day. And I like to come on today, like just before people are breaking fast or whatever, to, to plant a little seed in your head about the Eid because it's a really like happy day and kind of a sad day for me. Why is it sad? Well, I see a lot of things happening. Honestly, even my husband, we experience the same sadness every year. Yes, Ramadan is gone. We're sad Ramadan is gone. But we're even sadder sometimes the way the Muslim community responds on Eid. So I want you to imagine Eid is the day where finally, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking up the last of all your good deeds. And he's looking for, like, now that Ramadan is over, 
Are you being hypocritical? Are you dropping the ball the very next day? And the average Muslim does. Do you know that the average Muslim on Eid doesn't even pray or pray on time? What are the other and sometimes both? Could you imagine spending your every waking moment begging Allah and claiming to be sincere for 30 days or at least part of it or maybe at least the 10 days at the end? But then the day of Eid, it's like we drop it all. Like it's our free day. You know, we're done with fasting. Travel, hang out, chat, do whatever, meet with family, have fun. You'll hear adhan for dhuhr and people won't even, people won't even wake up for fajr sometimes the day of Eid. People won't even attend the Eid prayer, even though the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to do it. People won't even, like I said, make the Eid, make the Asr prayer. They'll just kind of coast like the day is like the chill day for them. Haram. <laughs> like literally Allah's like, Whoa, subhanAllah, the, the hypocrisy. So here's a little hint. Please look at the Eid day as another day of worship. In fact, it's one of the best of days of worship, you know, for you in your journey for the rest of the year, because it's the first kickoff day to, am I going to drop everything I just did in the last 30 days and be a complete hypocrite? Or am I going to show Allah that this day is such a blessing that I was able to reach it and how grateful I am for it, that I'm going to show him that this is not the end. This is only the beginning. So I encourage you that your Eid day is really important. And it's really important that we think about Eid as having etiquette. So um, thinking about that, I want you to think about what could you do to make sure that you keep up the etiquettes of Eid. Well, first of all, I hope you're making ghusl, you're taking a bath. This is really, really important. You know, these are just the different sunnah that the Rasulullah he taught us. We want to make sure that we're following. So you're going to wake up and you're going to take a nice bath. Hopefully you're going to put on your nice clean clothes. Do they have to be brand new clothes? Well, here's a little tip. I didn't even buy an Eid gift this year, like for myself. Like I didn't buy myself a new beautiful outfit. Now I'm sure, here's another one, like makes me sad. On Eid, all the women are gonna show all their beautiful Eid outfits. I hope they're not tight and form-fitting. I hope they're not sheer and showing your hair or your arms where you were covered all Ramadan, but now we're like flaunting our beauty with makeup and gaudy stuff. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, here is where Allah's like, hmm. And so if we really, really want to have an amazing Ramadan and then Eid and then next couple months and into the rest of the year and get Allah's help, just be really, really conscious of all these things. And, um, you know, obviously on this day, it's really good to go and give salams to everyone and just really, really, um, you cannot fast on this day. Obviously, I think that's that's known, but just in case you weren't sure, it is haram to fast on the day of Eid because of the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri and um, where he said the, the Prophet peace be upon him forbade fasting on the day of uh, Eid al-Fitr and the day of Eid al-Adha. So yeah, definitely offering the Eid prayers. Um, this is some scholars even say it's obligatory, but it's something really awesome. And I, I love to go out that day and just see all of the Muslims there. Um, you know, subhanAllah, women can attend the Eid prayers. It's totally fine. But taking a bath, eating a little something before coming out, even if it's a date, is another amazing sunnah. Tekbiring that whole day. In our house, we black, like as soon as we wake up, we like put on, you can go on YouTube and just find like the most common takbir. It's like Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. That, you know, so just you can find the takbir of the day of Eid. Just Google it on uh, on YouTube and you'll find it there. Congratulating one another is really important on this day. Wearing like the best of your clothes. It doesn't mean you have to have like amazing brand new outfits. So I didn't personally buy one. I usually buy them for my kids, but I didn't 
buy it for myself. Instead, I chose to use that money and donate it to charity. And that was kind of my thing. But you do you. Just make sure there's not crazy flaunting. And lastly, it's really good to go to the aid prayer one way and to change the route in coming back because the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to do this, as we know in uh, Al-Bukhari. So Allah, of course, knows best. But I just want to give you a couple of these really important Eid reminders and just tell you from our mindful Muslim family to yours, Eid Mubarak. Looking forward to you guys in the next month or two, some really exciting things coming up. Just want to mention really quick, one, we're going to open a new book club. Do you not know how many of you tell us as soon as we close the doors to registration for our free book club, you guys are like, please, can I get in? I'm like, come on, guys, I open it. So probably right after Eid, maybe in my next podcast, I'm going to open up the doors to our book club. And you know what we're going to do? I usually ask you guys what you want to read, but this time I'm really interested for some reason to do this one. We're going to do Yasmin Mujahid's um, book on on love. And I know you guys have, like, that's totally not a new book, but we have been having some amazing conversations. You know why I want to do it? Because right in Ramadan, we talked a lot in our program with women about healthy relationships. And I think talking about love, whether you're married or unmarried or divorced, just understanding the concepts of attachment and love and people and relationships is a deep and amazing subject that women love to talk about. So I really want to talk about it with you guys. I want to hang out, a little girl talk with that book. We're going to open that up. Number two, in June, we're going to open our free marriage class. And we only open once or twice a year. You guys usually love it. You flood all in and you ask me a bazillion questions. I tell you all the mistakes to avoid that the average women make. I give you all the red flags and I kind of tell you what to do instead, what you need to know. And there's these three steps. If you mess up even one of them, the average woman has like 70% chance of divorce just because they're overlooking some huge pitfalls. We'll go into that stuff, give you guys all that gushy stuff, making tons of kind of new snippets for you guys related to that stuff. Really exciting. And lastly, we're going to continue on with the podcast Mondays and Fridays as usual and just give you tons of the topics you guys are looking for. If you have any other suggestions for topics, don't forget to DM me on Instagram. Love you guys for the sake of Allah. Have an amazing couple days. I personally am going to be traveling with my family a bit and I'm thinking of recording it and maybe putting it up and showing you guys. So we'll see. If you haven't already, go on YouTube and check out. I think it's like the last time I showed my aid was 2019 where we live in New York City and we kind of showed you what we did day in the life of our Eid, New York City. Go check it out. Maybe I'll link it below in the show notes. Love you guys for the sake of Allah. Catch us back on the next podcast on Friday. I'll see you then. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.